This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, I was talking to my wife, and I was talking about how sometimes I feel I'm misunderstood. And she said, part of the problem is that you talk down to people, and you're always, like, <laughs> telling them that you were right about stuff. And I've been working on that. Well, I can tell. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say I told you guys so about something. Um like we're off to a great start. Yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. I've been telling everyone for years, decades even, that we were going to have implants in our brains that were going to connect us directly to the internet, and it was going to be awesome. Lordy, is that that text you sent yesterday? Yes, I, I told you it's happening I right now. It. I didn't think you would. Yeah. yeah, he did a group text of this article, <laughs> and I said, said, "I told you said, so." Told you so. Yep. Yep. Because yeah. that's that's what my wife said. I really I, need to. And I don't that. know how you're misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> when he said uh, it's happening, I thought he meant another bathroom episode. So oh, I was glad yeah. to <laughs> open that article and see that. Well, and I even I sent it to um, to my kids, and I instead of being snarky like I was with you guys, <laughs> I said I've already signed up. So here's the deal. Elon Musk has announced that his company Neuralink is ready to test its first cybernetic implant on a human patient. Mm -hmm. What this will do is they will install what is almost like an electrical wire net in this person's brain. And it it will detect neurons firing in different places on the brain. And their first goal right now is for that person to be able to operate a keyboard by just thinking. So it'll have a Bluetooth connector, it'll go to a computer, and it'll type on the keyboard with them just thinking the letters. What happens if this short circuits? Well, here's the thing. This person's volunteered to do it. The, the goal is to help people who are paralyzed be able to initially communicate, oh. but eventually walk again. Because what they'll aim to do is they'll take the signals that are happening in the brain right now something's like their spinal cord has been cut and they don't have wires going to their legs and arms right so they will find where those are connected at the bottom and connect each one to the right spot like have them think think about moving your left leg they'll see which things light up on the brain and then they'll assign Mm -hmm. that to the leg nerve again it's amazing but what happens if this short circuits because uh, think about your computer or your phone how many times do they glitch well they just you know what they'll just reboot run a a marathon they'll do control (laughs) (laughs) well why am i running now (laughs) get that blue screen tent to you yeah (laughs) but you say that but here's the thing tori which would you rather be if you were paralyzed from the neck down would you rather try this 
and take some risk, or would you rather just say, I'll just lay here forever? What if it makes it worse, though? Yeah. Uh, what's worse than that? Uh, unaliving. Okay, not necessarily. Unaliving. You got that glitch going on, and uh, you know your husband's like running to the refrigerator and stuff. You're like, honey, you sit down. I think we need to control, alt, delete you right now, just for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Come back up. We'll, we'll have to restart him ever so often. You're like, oh, she's dancing. Oh, no, she's glitching. It looks like you need an update. <laughs> In May, Neuralink received FDA approval to proceed with human trials for brain implants. Uh, they've been trying since 2019. They finally managed to come through all of the, jump all the hurdles and go through all of the hoops to get the FDA happy with what they're going to be doing. They've been trying this on uh, monkeys for a while now. Oh, wow. Which they have gotten some complaints about whether or not the monkeys, some of them, died because of this. So they obviously were in the testing phase there. Oh um, but they say eventually that uh, we'll be able to hopefully have people who could not walk, people with quadriplegia due to cervical spinal cord injuries to possibly, or also ALS, which is Lou Gehrig's disease, possibly be able to walk again. Yeah. And I believe it will take probably longer than a few years for something like this to happen, but I believe they'll eventually get there. But you, the technology amazes me. I'm like, and I, I've told you before, I work in radio, don't even know how the radio waves work. I'm like... <laughs> It blows me away that you can, you know, it's the stuff goes through the air and you can't even see it. It's like, like a virus. Like your Wi-Fi. <laughs> like how in the world does that work? But all this technology now, something like this, I mean, we got technology all around us. And I always tell you guys, can't they get the drive through speaker to work better? <laughs> can they not get a camera, like when somebody robs a bank, yeah. to actually recognize the person? If Elon Musk was doing those things, probably they probably so. would work, right? Uh, yeah. We would have, like, uh, immediately identify everyone who walked into McDonald's. Uh-huh. But then you always got the people like Tori that are like, what if? So it's like, what if we can tell who everyone in the McDonald's is? That's not good. How dare I ask questions? Yes. Let me just be a sheeple instead. A sheeple? It's yes. not a sheeple to be excited about technology that can help people who are paralyzed walk again. It's extremely exciting and awesome, but it, I feel like it's okay to ask some questions. If you are a sheeple, am I a heeple? Oh my gosh, I just got that. <laughs> you still think it's okay to ask questions? <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, girls, you really want to lose weight? I've been trying. Yes. Okay. It's so hard. All right. I understand. It's a big topic right there. Oh, I didn't mean to say big. Sorry. Oh, Lord. You want to lose weight, girls? This is going to be, this yeah. is probably going to be one of the hardest things that you do out there. This is going to be harder than exercising. Stop eating. Okay. Well, you can do that. I don't like this topic. <laughs> <laughs> this is harder than exercising. Uh, Harder than actually curbing your appetite for certain foods. What you got to do, girls, is stop fighting with your man. Try hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fighting with your significant other is very stressful, they say. It actually causes you to gain weight. And they had the research done, had couples eat a meal together before trying to resolve one or more conflicts in their relationship. Texting my husband right now to tell him he's the reason I can't lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you do is you tell your girlfriend or wife and army, honey, looks like you're gaining weight right now. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's what that says, right? That's going <laughs> to cause an argument, I think. Yeah, she'll gain more weight. So in the research, they had these couples, they ate a meal together before trying to resolve one or more conflicts in their relationship. And then they had the people, they gave saliva and blood samples so their hormone levels could be checked 
afterwards. What are they doing? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the results showed that after fighting, the couples experienced a spike in the level of the hungry hormone. Is it Jarelin? I think that's what it's called. Jarelin? I've never heard of a hungry hormone. What was that right there? Jello. It looks like ghrelin. Ghrelin? <laughs> ghrelin. Ghrelin. Is okay. that a hormone I can get removed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ghrelin. It's G H E R L I N. Ghrelin. Whatever. They found the hungry hormone. <laughs> and so there's a correlation found between marital distress and poor food choices. They say tough times saw people reaching for foods that were higher in fat sugar and salt so literally eating our feelings yeah exactly like you having that big argument all of a sudden he leaves the room you're like well he ain't in here i'm gonna go ahead and eat that half a gallon of ice cream right now where are my oreos yeah exactly <laughs> but it seems like it would be the, the other way around you're just like you're shoving those oreos in he just doesn't understand me one more uh yeah it just seems like it'd be different because you know when you go through a breakup you lose a lot of weight well, you do. It seems like an but argument also, would also cause you not to... There's two different types of people, though. They go through a breakup, lose a lot of weight because they can't eat. Then there's the people that go through a breakup and they eat everything. They, they got the seafood diet. They eat everything. <laughs> Kato, that's called a revenge body. When you break up and you get hotter afterwards? No, I wasn't trying to get revenge. I was just sad. I mean, come Aww. on. I did that. I actually did the revenge thing. Well, okay, you well, I went weight? through a bad relationship, so I lost weight, got good looking ish, and like you know, exercised, met my wife, and then I let it all go again. Grelin. <laughs> so wow. it's your wife's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so being married Grelin. can cause weight gain, basically. It can. No, fighting and being married causes weight gain. All right, Tom's are you fighting? Uh, me? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was fat the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so Tom's found the correct pronunciation of. Grelin. Grelin. Okay, it's grelin. That's what your hunger hormone is. It's grelin. Grelin? Because I, I do like real food. <laughs> it does sound a lot like grelin. Yeah, grelin. <laughs> I like hungry hormone better. Okay. <laughs> I like to play that game, hungry, 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 hungry. hormone. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that can make you uh, actually gain weight, and this is for the fellas. I'm going to flip it over on you. But having kids actually causes men to gain weight. Yeah. Yeah. In the research, they measured a BMI of over like 10,000 participants. And over a 20-year period, being at uh, uh, beginning at adolescence and then ending with participants, they hit their 30s. They found that they gained 4.4 pounds. Wow! That's all. So basically, get rid of your spouse yeah. and your kids <laughs> <laughs> if you want to lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> There's that old joke. Yeah, Just thinking about I, that. I don't even want to say that because I don't like divorce jokes anymore. Well, not divorce, but yeah, I dropped 130 pounds. Because I got rid of my man. <laughs> yeah. It's 130 pounds of useless fat. Oh. And then they're like, yeah. Oh, that's a skinny man, though. 130. Yeah, it is. I'm not good at that stuff. The, the big ribbon. <laughs> they always get that skinny guy. Yeah. You always see that. Yeah. So, very uh. interesting, though. If you want to, I guess, stop your uh, weight gain, just stop fighting. You know, that's interesting. You always see like a huge woman and she's got this little skinny husband, but you don't see it the other way around hardly ever. I see y'all's pictures. Yours are right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you guys are about the same. Well, no, not really. Mm -mm. Okay. Jamie's gorgeous. Oh. She doesn't have like any fat on her body. I wasn't talking about Thank looks. You. I was just talking about weight things. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. 
I don't feel like that was a compliment. I meant it as a compliment to feel, you well, also, right. Tom. Hawk wasn't being very complimentary either. I feel like we're all about to gain weight. Quit <laughs> <laughs> arguing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's start grilling. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. So we've talked about a lot of unusual things today. And, Hawk, you were talking about how you can lose weight. Yeah, you can lose weight by stop arguing with your partner. I've got another interesting story about losing weight. Okay. And this is a study that found that morning workouts help you lose the most weight. Now, I am going to fight working out as long as I can until I die, okay. <laughs> which may be soon or yeah. because of that. Uh, but if I was going to choose to do it at all, this is the way to go. And I'm going to tell you why. Working out in the morning between 7 and 9 a.m., is the best for losing weight. People who do this lose more weight than any other exercisers. They also tended to have healthier diets and fewer calories overall. Mm -hmm. But this part is what makes it interesting to me. People who work out earlier in the morning are usually the most sedentary overall. They sit around the house. They spend more time sitting on the couch or doing nothing than any of the other exercise groups, yet they lose the most weight. So working out in the morning apparently gives you freedom to not do anything the rest of the day. Yeah, but she ain't got no friends. Why? Because don't you hate people that do that? I mean, I see people out jogging on my way to work at 5.30, <laughs> and I'm like, you're a jerk. It makes you feel guilty. You you won't, no, it, it doesn't. Yeah. I'm like, you could be back in bed, and I'm having to get up to go work. Driving by with my donut. <laughs> well, get back in the house. You can go to the gym where there's other people like them working out. Yeah, I see that, too. I pass it, uh, yeah, a workout place, and I'm like, you can see them in the window on the treadmills. Mm-hmm. I'm like, have you lost your mind? Hey, you. You know what? The good thing about working out in the morning is you get all that sweating and stuff done, and then you take a shower, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't have to do it the rest of the day. The bad part about working out in the afternoon is like y'all got to take a shower right after you work out, especially in the hot summer months, which makes it even more time that it takes out of your day. Yeah, but if you do it in the morning, you take that quick shower, and then apparently these people don't move again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, but they looked at five thousand people's exercise habits. And the people who worked out in the morning tended to have slimmer waist and lower body mass indexes as well. Here's another reason why. You get up, you don't eat breakfast or anything, go straight to the treadmill, you get that metabolism going there, you might eat something, you might throw down something like a quick little power bar. And then you head to Waffle House for some <laughs> scattered, <laughs> smothered, and that's covered okay. in chunk. <laughs> you got to reward yourself after you do something like that. Uh, okay, and a lot of people might. do that. That's why they don't lose weight. It's like, okay, well, I worked out, I can go have me a hamburger. And that's always what burns me. I'll go for a run, I'll be like, well, I earned these cookies. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm them. <laughs> when I met my wife, I went, I joined the gym with her for 13 months because they did something where you got that extra month. And so we would literally go to the gym and then go to lunch. There you go. And yeah. so we would go exercise, apparently lose weight, and then put it right back on. <laughs> my mom and her friend went to a gym or a you know, workout place. It was in the shopping center with about three restaurants. So every day they'd go work out, but then they'd go pig out. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure if you just, you just, you just remaining even, mom. But you yeah. know what? That still, she got to eat where she wanted to and didn't gain weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
And let me ask you something, because this study shows people who exercise early in the morning lose weight faster. How about, is that hacking and morning coughing fit? Does that count as exercise? You get abs from it. (laughs) 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 All the leaves falling, the allergies going on. So that does not count as exercise. I don't know, you can pull a muscle. (laughs) Yeah, if you pull a muscle from coughing and hacking in the morning, that does count. You know, you go to work, you got something wrapped around you. Hey, would you enjoy yourself? Yeah, I was hacking and coughing. Wow. <laughs> got a neck brace on. Yeah, I got whiplash from coughing. I barely survived. Yeah, a sneezing, a sneezing whiplash there. Yeah, I don't think they had that on this list. Oh. Hacking and coughing in the morning was not one of the exercises. Well, I'll just say this: my Fitbit does count those hacks and coughs. <laughs> I'm, I'm up to sixteen a day. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, outraged female Disney goers have been flocking to social media in droves, and they are complaining about something that's probably their fault. Oh, really? I was going to say they're just not complaining about Disney. I mean, it's, it's overpriced to get in there. Okay, it's... we don't need your opinion on this one, okay? Oh, oh well, then I'm not glad to be a part of the show today, huh? <laughs> okay. Told you. So... <laughs> They're doing some things, and like I said, it's probably their fault. There's actually two Disney stories I want to share with you this morning. But One you of can't them, say nothing. Parts of Disney World were closed <laughs> after a large bear, yeah, a real Aww. bear, was seen wandering around the theme park. And how is that the lady's fault? You said it was probably their fault. Y'all stop stressing him out. I'm not trying to stress him out. Said, he just said it's things going on. Tom, did you, I have two stories here, Okay. <laughs> This is the first story, (laughs) then I'll get to the later story. Well, we didn't know that. I just said it. No, but you didn't say that one of them wasn't about... No, you didn't say one of them wasn't about this. You just said that Disney's got a lot of problems and it may be the woman's fault. Was the bear small enough to fit in the back of a trunk? So, here we go. (laughs) No, it was not. I'm keeping my mouth shut. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, so... There was a real bear in Disney World. It was seen wandering around the theme park. I guess the bear was looking for its bear necessities. Simple bear necessities. He was, uh, I guess, trying to forget about his worries and strive. So, anyway, real bear found in Disney World. I wonder how many parents goes, get up there next to the bear. Let me get you a picture, yeah, kid. Yeah. It's like, Shut up. It's like one of those uh, mascots right there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mascot. So, that was the first uh, ba- uh, unusual Disney story. Uh, the bear did not have any clothes on, if you want to put that together, Tom. Is that Winnie the Pooh's rowdy cousin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pants. No <laughs> pants on the bear. Apparently by the Country Bear Jamboree section. Oh. For so, real. So, outraged oh. female Disney goers have been flocking to social media and droves complaining about the alleged unfair dress code that Disney has. Did you know they have a dress code there? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some of the girls are being put under blouse arrests, apparently. (laughs) Not house arrest, but blouse arrest. But Disney World states that they have guidelines that way, then it says this, we reserve the right to deny admission or to remove any person wearing attire that we consider inappropriate or a tire that could distract from the experience of other guests. Hawk, I thought you were making a very not PC joke for a minute. I just don't know what was it like a brand thing. Is it like they have to wear Michelin or Goodyear? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Tom. Come on, it's a Goodyear, Tom. They're at Disney. Uh-huh. A tire, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, and they actually do have a, a tire dress code or clothes dress code. And they, yeah, there's kind of questions out there like, can I wear a crop top to Disney? 
What's a crop top? Now, is that where they like, a like a bare midriff? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they say you can, but it's at the discretion of the cast members of Walt Disney World. There have been folks who wear crop tops in parks successfully without any issue. Well, Jasmine does it. Okay. Oh, well, snap. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And uh, they say, can you show your belly button at Disney? And they say clothes that reveal too much skin, you need to be careful, like wearing belly shirts, super short shorts, tiny bathing suits, as well as excessively torn and transparent clothing at Disney World. It's not that I don't agree with this, but like move Disney somewhere cooler if you want me to wear more clothes. You know how hot it is in Florida in the summer? Not only that, but if you're going to kick someone out for their clothes, (laughs) you better give them their money back. Yeah. If you let them in the park, even if they change, you still, you give them their money back if you're kicking them out. Yeah. Okay. Well, like Disney can't afford that. Disney theme parks, uh, guests are required to wear shirts and shoes at all times. Swimsuit tops are allowed when worn with... Uh, other appropriate clothing. Oh, see, that's bull crap. You need to give us specifics, not your just discretion and right. crap. Which I think they do it the same thing at school. If you dare to bare shoulders in school, they'll give you something from like the the leftover pile or whatever. Okay, yeah. I think Disney tries to do that. They'll give you like a baggy T-shirt kind of thing from whatever. They read. don't want anything to distract from the guest experience. Oh no, know. they're going to corrupt people's minds. They're not going to have it in the park while they're walking around. It's going to be whenever they're trying to change the schools in florida instead well you got kids uh, in the park and stuff that can see but not in schools i don't know what you're getting at because they went to a fight with bob DeSantis and the governor there uh, over all that stuff (laughs) (laughs) but you are you're getting political this conversation you're talking about whether they have the right to tell women what to wear in the park okay but if it is like a see-through that hasn't been the case ever see-through hasn't been no one's complained because they got kicked out in a see-through shirt they're talking about apparently you know bare midriffs well apparently buttons well apparently disney's having a problem with the attire at disney world and we here on the hawk and tom show want to help okay uh we had our (laughs) hawk and tom production team we created a song to send to disney to help the uh, guests with what to wear, and this is to the song Beauty and the Beast. You know the uh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. This is one of the songs that was in the movie called Be Our Guest. Too undressed, too undressed. I can almost see your breasts. Don't wear crop tops or spaghetti straps. You're offending the guests. Mini skirt is too short. To go see the seven dwarfs No one wants to see your D-cups While you're spinning on the teacups Wear a shirt, put on pants Bikini bottoms have been banned Splash Mountain is not a wet t-shirt contest You gotta put on some clothes To ride flying Dumbo To undressed? Too undressed. Too undressed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought maybe uh, they could play that for the guests as they're coming into <laughs> Disney World, and that would might help out with the dress code. I feel like our pr- production team got a little saucy on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Don't, Hope that helps. Just don't go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I want to go to Disney World. I want to take my kids mm-hmm. to Disney World. Not me. I'm Not anymore. To, I'm going to Carowinds. Six Flags, good, too. Hey, God, you know what? My kids are happy with Frankie Fun Park. Oh, Frankie's me, too. <laughs> a lot cheaper. <laughs> it's a lot like Disney Kids. We don't need to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7.
We've had some interesting discussions about artificial intelligence this morning. I told you guys about a new feature in Japan where they're using artificial intelligence to talk to chickens, sort of. Yeah. They can tell whether a chicken is upset, if it's in stress, if it's happy, just by listening to its voice with an 80% accuracy. This is brilliant. We can find out a lot of questions that we've had for ages, like which came first, chicken or the egg? Uh, why did you cross the road? I'm like, so many questions for chickens. Why you taste so good battered? <laughs> What's a nugget made of? Yeah, so many things. That's going to come in handy. All right. Now, I also mentioned Elon Musk's company, Neuralink, is working on a mesh of wiring that would go in your brain and would allow people who are unable to walk potentially to walk. I think more importantly for me, the idea of just being able to log into the Internet, not having to use a computer or anything like that, but just to think the thoughts and just be in the actual Internet. You're just finding every way to be lazy, right? (laughs) Hey, man, if you could put my brain in like a glass bubble and let me hook up to the Internet, I'd probably be happy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest. I don't even think the Internet wants to know what you're thinking, Tom. (laughs) Oh, trust me. Have you ever been on the Internet? I'm just saying. It thinks worse things than I ever did. Yeah, I guess, but, uh. Well, and this is interesting. They asked the question, if artificial intelligence or AI allowed us to talk to our pets, who would be more into this, men or women? I was surprised. They said women, didn't they? No, they didn't. I thought for sure it would be the women that wanted to talk to their pets. Really? Hmm. Yeah, but apparently the men are a lot more interested in this. Uh, they think it would be pretty cool. Now, 33% of people overall, overall, one out of three people, said they would be very likely to give a conversation to their pet with AI involved. Another 30% said they're somewhat interested. Only 25% said, no, I don't want to do that. Well, Which, if you had cats, I could see that. Well, they ain't going to talk to you anyway. Well, even if they did, you don't want to know what they're thinking. It would be like, just fill my food bowl, peasant. Yeah. <laughs> breathe <laughs> let me smell your breath what are you talking about it's that cat movie where they it sucks in the breath and kills the yeah. person <laughs> yeah some kind of cat horror movie kitty cat horror movie <laughs> but i've always heard that as a kid that a cat could steal a, a baby's breath yeah and in the crib so that's why you should never let cats around infants <laughs> yeah the reality is they probably just snuggled up on their face yeah that's no wives tale it's <laughs> my mom's tale but, yeah. um, apparently the the men are more likely to uh, think this idea is a good idea well, it's a man's best friend yeah that's it. true said that for years yeah 65 percent of the men said they would be into it compared to just 58 percent of the women and the younger the person is, the more likely they are to be on board. If they're 65 or older, they're not interested at all in knowing what their pet really thinks. They just want to keep on imagining whatever they imagine. Well, you see those movies like Dr. Doolittle, and it's fun when yeah. the, you, know, you see little pets talking. I'm like, if that really would happen. Or even the other, you know, kid movies where, you know, the animated movies. Secret where, Lives of Pets. Yeah, all those <laughs> talking dogs and stuff. Because you imagine that goes on anyway. We just can't. You know, read their mind, or no. we can't. We don't. We can't understand what the dog's saying to the other dog. They're talking. They're talking to each other when yeah, they're sniffing I'm and not stuff. So sure. And sometimes it feels like they're talking about you. <gasps> they are. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they'll start doing stuff, and they look at you, and it's like, don't you judge me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm judging y'all right now. I know when I was a little kid. I mean, I would go talk to my dog because you get in trouble or something bad would happen in your life, <laughs> and you know, and no one in your family understood. And I would go out on the porch, and I'd be petting my little poodle <laughs> named Angel, and I'm like, Angel. 
they just don't understand me. <laughs> and Angel would have been like, you're a loser. Oh. That's why. I'm glad Angel couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 